we are continuing our series today looking at Colossians chapter 2, uh, verses 6 and 7. I'm actually coming to you from the balcony of the church that Epiphany Lutheran rents here in the city. It's a beautiful place, and I figured I'd show you a little bit of it. So uh, this is sort of uh, the sanctuary uh, beneath me here. Uh, so we're just going to look at two verses, Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7 this morning. And it reads like this. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord... So walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. End of reading. Uh, I don't know if people do life verses anymore, but if they do, uh, this is not a bad couple of verses to hold on to. Uh, these verses have actually quite a bit to do with our everyday Christian life as we live them. Matter of fact, uh, I use these verses as sort of the theme verses for the church I pastored in Southern California uh, a little over five years ago. So uh, they are very, very meaningful to me. Um, and I think what they show is they, they really kind of show the cycle of the Christian life. And so we're going to look at that today. And the first thing we notice, uh, first word we notice in the cycle is the word receive. And it says, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord. That's how Paul begins. And let me just say up front that the Christian life begins, middles, and ends with that word. We are first and foremost receivers of God's gifts. We are recipients of gifts. We come to God with empty hands and looking to receive what he has for us. We never, ever move past this. We never become self-sufficient. We never become, quote, adults that don't need to depend on God anymore and move out of his house. We are endlessly, utterly dependent upon God. As a matter of fact, our end is to live in a place that is prepared by our Father for us. Our end is to live with our Father, with our God. And so our biggest problem, actually, as sinners is we want to believe that we can be independent. We want to believe that we can reach a point in our faith where we can take care of business on our own. Uh, and much preaching uh, encourages that and too easily leads, I think, to pride or despair. Uh, all any time that we're sort of forced to, to look uh, at ourselves for hope or for the strength we need, you can guarantee eventually it's going to lead to that, either pride or despair. Uh, but the way the scriptures talk about it is the more we learn to receive, the more we actually mature in our life with him. We do not produce oxygen on our own, and we cannot produce rain. We cannot, produce, uh, we cannot overcome our sin, and we cannot uncondemn ourselves. We need God's help every day for us to breathe, for him to open up the skies, to overlook our sin, and to declare us righteous. And he has said in his word over and over and over again that he will meet all of our needs, all of them. He will send through many different vocations our daily bread. He will send rain through fairly predictable weather patterns. He will water our crops. Though his, or through his son Jesus Christ, he crushes the power of sin, declaring to us that our debt is paid and so we are always receiving from God. 
not just from his providence, but also from his grace bestowed on us through the work of Jesus Christ. And because we're receiving like a plant or like soil, we are growing. And so the words that Paul uses in this passage is, he says, you're rooted and built up in him. So that root of language reminds us of the fact that we have been, uh, that we are soil that God has planted his word in. So uh, like seeded soil that receives water and light, uh, we grow. And yet, uh, what we are may not seem very powerful or very impressive at first. Uh, I mean, if you've ever seen what a plant looks like when it first shoots up out of the ground, it's not very impressive looking. It doesn't look like it will produce fruit at all. It looks uh, like nothing more than a tiny weed. And uh, if our Christian life may uh, look like that, we ought not be surprised. After all, the imagery that Jesus uses to describe the growth of the kingdom is a mustard seed, the smallest seed in the garden that then eventually, over time, grows. It's a process. Growth is an ongoing process as we receive from God. Now, this is super important for you to remember in your Christian life. Uh, too often, we expect new saints to act like old saints, although we probably shouldn't be so certain that old saints are always so saintly either. Uh, we expect the Christian's sanctification to look more sanctified. And surely we think if people were really saved, if they were really Christian, then they wouldn't struggle with this or that anymore. And so we wonder if they really are believers at all. Well, look, it is true that if a person is a Christian, they will bear fruit. That's true. We affirm that, and the Bible affirms that over and over and over again. Romans 6.22 very clearly says that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God. Why? So that you can produce fruit that leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. So we affirm that growth happens. We affirm that this happens. But what we say is that it might be more hidden than we expect. We might not see the evidence all the time. As a matter of fact, uh, we might become all the more aware of our lack of growth. That's actually, in an ironic twist, that's actually part of what it means to grow in the Christian life, is that we recognize areas that we need to grow in. We become more aware, as the Apostle Paul becomes more aware by the end of his life saying, I'm the chief of sinners. Uh, you would expect after a lifetime of sanctification that he might say something different, but after a lifetime of sanctification of the Spirit's work in him, a, a lifetime of growing, the growing leads to deeper confession of our failures and of our struggles. And so uh, it is a process, and yet we are growing. We are growing. And uh, if you want to know what this growth looks like, uh, look at the end of verse 7. I think, it, I think it tells us so much that it ends with this. It says uh, that we will abound in thanksgiving. Abound in thanksgiving. Listen, I mean, if you, if you want to just kind of boil down what growth looks like, it looks like a life of deeper gratitude to God. Because we recognize we are nothing but receivers. We have to be recipients, and we see more and more that everything is grace. Everything is ultimately gift from God's good hand. As the Apostle Paul sums up in his first letter to the Thessalonians about God's will for their lives, he states it really simply. He says, 
Verse 16 of chapter 5 in 1 Thessalonians, number 1, rejoice always. That's one verse, rejoice always. Number 2, verse 17, pray without ceasing. And number 3, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Indeed, that is. So growth really just looks like saying thank you more. It really looks like being grateful more. Uh, and then finally, that leads to going. So we've got receiving, we've got growing, and we've got going. And the words that Paul uses in our text that it sort of expressed that idea is he says that we walk in what we've received. We are actively going. As we receive, as we grow, we go. That is, we live out our lives in Christ at our workplace, in our homes, in our cars. Yes, even when someone cuts you off in traffic, uh, in our politics, in our churches, in our everything. In our everything, we are going, walking in Christ. Now, it's, it's crucial at this point, again, to remind you that we are never going without receiving and growing. We go as we receive and grow. And the reason I say this, I harp on this, is because we are prone to think in terms of a linear direction. And so we take the way that we think about everything else in life and we apply it to our Christian life. And we say, okay, so I start off receiving. I went down to the altar. I got baptized. I received. And I'm done with that part. I went to receiving class. And now I'm in the growing stage. And once I've grown enough, then maybe I'll go. No, no, no. The, the Christian life is not linear, but rather the Christian life is more circular. You're always receiving from God his gifts, and as you receive, you're always growing, and as you're growing, you're always going, and that never stops. That process never stops, but it always is foundational with receiving first from the good hand of God. And so we live in but not of the world. We uh, we, may, we do spend some time in the sanctuary of God, but we don't spend our lives just learning. We receive, we grow, and we go. And God, the Spirit, guides us through it all. So, so that is the cycle of the Christian life, receiving, growing, and going. And that is it for our devotion today. I'm going to get in a place where I can cool off a little bit because I am sweating like a stuck pig. Although I don't know a stuck pig sweat that much. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. God bless.